Hey. <laughs> it is I, Erica. Oh. And it is Liana. And this is the Night Guys podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. We'll cover it all. I'm drinking tea. What are you drinking? I have no drink. God, it's two weeks in a row, man. I have a burrito earlier, so I'm feeling good. Oh, that is almost a drink, right? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> burrito drink. I like it. Burrito drink. <laughs> How are you? Oh, you know, good. Are you, feeling, are you feeling spooky? Um, Yeah, feeling pretty spooky watching lots of Mad Men while yes. I research our topic. That's normal. Read about cannibalism and watch Mad Men. <laughs> I know. This weekend actually was really crazy. We went off-roading one day, and then the next day, Sean learned how to surf. <laughs> and in between that time, <laughs> we went to dinner, and I was like, I just want to go to this place that has margaritas, and I just want one beer garita. That's it. And our bartender was a fabulous, amazing man that kept pouring us free drinks, which were made with well tequila. <laughs> and I got very sick. So when I saw, Sean was learning how to surf, I was just hungover on the beach eating crackers, and I sent Erica a really sad picture of me eating crackers. I was so mad when you called me that my battery was too low to carry a phone call. I was so I mad. called you? Yeah. Oh, my God. You don't remember? He called me like four times on video chat. What? <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know that. And my phone kept dying because my battery wasn't like whatever charged enough to carry it. Oh my god. Oh, it was so upsetting. Sean took a picture of me face down on the floor next to the cat feeder with my phone in my outstretched hands and I can tell that I was texting you because I yeah, can see your you icon. You were video chatting me. <laughs> God. <laughs> Why am I blanking on what you told me? What did you talk about? Oh my God, I can't remember. Clearly, very important things. I was drinking wine, so I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, seriously, what were you talking about? <laughs> oh my God. That's so I don't know, I but my body Bobby, hurt. He was there. All... My body hurt so bad yesterday. Oh, I believe it. I was, yeah. I, I don't. Like, I will drink tequila, but I'll drink the good stuff, and then it doesn't hurt my body. And I don't drink sugary drinks, so I don't get hangovers. Except I did that on Saturday night because I'm Did stupid. you have flavored ones, or...? No, it was just margarita, but the thing is, margarita mix at your typical Mexican restaurant yeah, like is not going to be... or something. Yeah, it's just a yeah. bunch of, you know, like, Mr. and Mrs. T's, like, garbage, <laughs> yucky... <laughs> Oh, my God. I love that you don't remember calling me. And I love that I don't remember what we talked about. That's really I have upsetting. just a lot of really bad selfies that Sean and I took. and then I pictures. have some of them. Oh, God. <laughs> I sent you a really bad one of me and Respond's drinking wine. <laughs> I saw that one. I okay. liked that. That was good. But, yeah, so that was my weekend. And then, so oh I did no God. research over the weekend. And all my research happened today. Again. I love it. But this time. Yeah, you know, same. Accompanied same by Mad Men. Oh, hey. Whatever. And I'm, like, way ahead of you now, so. Dude, seriously? Yeah. How far are you into it? Mm, season five, episode, like, four or five. And I'm on, like, five. One. One. I think ha. we finished one. Ugh, whatever. Suck it. Rude. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, just as a side oh, note, uh, Bobby, Erica's husband, contacted us, contacted our, our Google uh, voicemail. And he has a message for everybody. So we're going to play that at the end of the episode. So please stick around yeah, at the take end. Take that message with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that it makes me laugh, and please forgive, I tried to pick up the phone call a couple of times, because I really didn't understand that it was him trying to call the Google thing, so I was I kept trying to pick it up, so I kept interrupting him, because I really was like, why is Bobby trying to call me? And I was like, maybe he's trying to get Erica, like, a gift, or he has, like, a question about something for Erica. No, so I kept trying calling to pick a rag it up. on me. Yep, <laughs> calling a rag on Erica, which I thought was even better. So lame. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I'll have a rebuttal later to it. But speaking <laughs> of our Google Voice info, um, if you are not already following us on Instagram, please check us out there. We are at Night Guys Podcast. If you have ideas that... Send them. Yes, let them flow through our email. <laughs> Send us stream of consciousness messages. Yes, tell us emails. what you'd like for us to talk about. Even if it's just like a random news story. Oh, mm-hmm. man, we'd love that. It would be yeah. great. You can email us at nightguyspod at gmail.com. If you are more of a Twitter person or Tumblr, we are at nightguyspod. Um, You can call us at 707-200-3898. Leave a voicemail. Send a text. Um, Yeah. So we'd love that. And also, we would really love your iTunes ratings. Yes. Um, Great. I know it sounds silly, but... Reviews. You got to actually use your, your fingers to do the typing. Mm-hmm. to say that you or love speak us. text i don't know some yeah. people like that kind of thing uh, you know <laughs> that'd be great so we'd really appreciate it it really helps uh it really helps us grow as a podcast it helps us get better yeah and word of mouth Do tell it. your friends tell your family Do members it. yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> i have no news today erica has news though i have a dumb news i like it okay <laughs> category is Man gets his world record for putting 13 people inside soap bubbles. <laughs> so stupid. I just love that it's a world record. I was actually like, I hope I find a world record news. And I didn't find one. So Why I'm are really there so many of these daily? It's absurd. I don't know, but I feel like that should just be our <laughs> news putting now. people in bubbles. I like that. I love bubbles. What concerns me is that they distinguish that it's a soap bubble. What other kind are there, guys? Ooh. I don't know. I don't like that. (laughs) Soup bubble, not to be confused with stew bubbles. (sighs) True. True, true. Mm. So his name's Stephen Langley. Whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He has seven Guinness World Records to his Langley name. They include things like most paddle balls controlled simultaneously by a person. Okay, Steve, calm down. (laughs) Okay. 13 turned out to be the lucky number for um, (laughs) a North Carolina man who set a new Guinness World Record by putting the most number of people in soap bubbles in 30 seconds. The record the um, organization announced Saturday that 56-year-old Steve put individual bubbles around 13 people in that time frame. Posting a video of him performing the sudsiest stunt in November. 
Um, yeah, so weird. What else does he have? Longest hanging chain of soap bubbles. Okay, he needs to seriously he likes calm the down. Bubbles. With bubbles. Oh, stop! Uh, bubbles are great. <laughs> and most people making bubbles with garland wands simultaneously. The he had, I don't know, but he did 317 of these things. Okay, in my head, when you said that Steve's a goo, he put them in <laughs> bubbles. I in my head he had put all of them in one big bubble so I got oh. really excited but that's not the case so I'm less excited new record Steve get on it Most I think we should try to break bubble. one of his records oh, I love this idea <laughs> 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 uh, I love it I like this good call all right well that's my news I have a like mini news I guess as well okay um after our last episode I did more research into this than our topic yes tell <laughs> me more it's about the shame bell oh yeah 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 <laughs> well that's like the most important part of our last episode it really is so I didn't have time to <laughs> find a shame bell for us um but there's an app that is called the shame bell <laughs> Oh, my God. And I downloaded it. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. So I'm going to ring it. Okay. I assume I'm going to ring it and see what happens. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so you touch the bell and it says shame. Okay. Shame. Oh, it varies. That's a different one. <laughs> shame. <laughs> oh my god I like the best part about bell. you downloading that is that it's going to be so appropriate for this episode I'm gonna... so excited dude shame it is it is oh. that's so true I what is the name of that up. app I think shame bell just call shame bell everyone download the shame bell app in honor of night guys podcast I'm ringing at everybody <laughs> I'm downloading it as soon as we're done <laughs> I think I'm so stupid Hold on. You know what? <laughs> Forget it. I'm downloading it now. <laughs> it took like eight seconds to download. It's what, like a... Bongo Cat? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. The uh, other best Whoever app? created this thing, I like you a lot. <laughs> you are something I don't hate. <laughs> you made my coveted list of things I love. <laughs> Which is a very small list. Very small. Oh. Uh, Wait a second. You find it? Shame. Oh, <laughs> so loud. Oh my god. I love it. This so is my new much. favorite. Okay. I'm just gonna hold on to that. Same, okay. same. <laughs> uh before we continue, this is a content warning. This is not for kids. We're gonna talk about some gruesome crap. If you have a weak stomach and you don't like the idea of hearing about cannibalism, turn back now. Also, and boo. Boo. Come on. Maybe mom. Come on. You know you I don't wanna know. know I don't think my like. mom would like this one very much. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait yes. what, what did you say this is a co- this is a content warning Don't. what did you say about your mom that she wouldn't like it well shame i love it so much we need to start mm. a sorry, podcast called the shame podcast <laughs> We just talk about things that should be shamed. (laughs) 
Tune in next week when we start our new podcast called The Shame Podcast. Oh my god. Oh, I, I need that in my life. Okay. okay. That's a great idea. All right. So definitely worthy of the shame bell. We're talking about cannibals today. Shame. <laughs> so Maybe funny. if we can get past the shame bell. <laughs> Oh, ow, my stomach hurts. Stop. Me too. It's so stupid. (laughs) So, Erica's going to take it off in a weird direction. I'm going to talk about human cannibalism only. Because that's not weird. (laughs) We're not talking about it in the general animal kingdom, because there are frogs and snails and stuff that do that, but... Did you hear that bunnies will eat their babies in si- in times of stress? That's like the saddest I've thing I've heard. I've heard that. Read. A lot of rodents will. Like a uh, <laughs> naked mole rat, she, she uh, will eat her babies. <laughs> That's awful. Big time. I won't shame her. Don't shame her. That's just sad. It is. <laughs> um, before we start, I'm just going to say human cannibalism is the act or practice of eating humans, or of humans eating the flesh or internal organs of other human beings. It is also called anthropophagy sure yeah (laughs) i had to write i was really good this time i had to write out everything phonetically so i don't mispronounce it i dig it thanks do you want to start about your weird cryptid stuff i don't know because i found more information about this than i cared to know (laughs) oh like i went all over the place um i kind of (laughs) do you want to just tack on to mine i don't know can i you know what I say that we start with this. <laughs> okay. That's why I wanted to start with yours, because it sounded like it was going to be weird. And maybe, I wanted to hear it. Maybe have your shame belt ready. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> oh, you're like, uh, I was born ready. <laughs> I went down, like, the more I looked into this topic, the weirder it got. <laughs> I found weird things. And then it led me to the path of... Where? What if I ask Google what does human meat taste like? Why did you do that? And it got this great article. I heard that a robot says that we taste like bacon. I know. I read that too. Mm-mm. What's up with that robot? Oh, <laughs> he like scanned a human. He's like bacon. No, no. <laughs> Back up, robot. You got to go. <laughs> All right, so where did you go? Okay, so there's an article literally titled, What Does Human Meat Taste Like? Oh, gross. All right. So I won't read this whole article. It goes into quite a lot of detail. But um, (laughs) apparently there were like two hoaxes that two different restaurants had where they – one was German. It was a restaurant um, that was asking people to donate body parts (gasps) to be used in their – gourmet meals and then it turned out to be a hoax of maybe it wasn't because one of my cannibals uh, is a german cannibal dude so <laughs> supposedly allegedly exposed this um the stunt was exposed and blah 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 but people were kind of curious after it ran its course like well hey what does it taste like weird no. mm-hmm. shame um shame. <laughs> shame. <laughs> 
company supposedly started selling a <laughs> healthy human flesh alternative is what they called it. What the fuck? Based on tofu, they called it hufu, which is tofu, like, rip on the words. So shame on that name. They described the No, t- <laughs> I love that name. Hufu. <laughs> They describe the taste of their dubious product as, if you've never had human flesh before, think of the taste and texture of beef, except a little sweeter in taste and a little softer in texture. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief, people do not taste like pork or chicken. This turned out to be like a weird spoof thing, too. So apparently Europe and places are strange with their jokes about cannibalism and products. Think this crap's way too funny. I don't think it's that funny. Right? Okay. And then, like... I read a little bit in this article, too. They go in and talk about, like, um, women who eat placenta and, like, different countries who oh, do that. Oh, yeah. So some I people are like, that's that. kind of technically cannibalism to them. I don't really think it is. It's, I mean, it's not real. I don't know. Well, Whatever. the CDC does say that that is dangerous. And yeah. it's called placenta. Oh, fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. The word's weird. Placentophagy? Sure. Placentophagy? <laughs> but they're saying that even if it's like ground up into like a powder, because that's mm-hmm. how they do it, right? It can still transfer harmful bacteria from mother to child. Yeah, I mean, who's to say animals eat theirs after they give birth? Yeah, but we poison our bodies with all kinds of caca. Yeah, who knows? Um, if you do that, awesome. Just go to somebody good who does it. That's only my advice. Um, so it goes on to talk about the little robot you were talking about. He <clears throat> is capable of identifying wines, cheeses, meats, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and on tasting the hands of human reporters, it identified one as bacon and another uh, prosciutto. <laughs> <gasps> wow. Was one of them kind of fatty? Maybe. Oh my God. So that kind of goes back to the whole pork thing. Oh. Yeah. Creepy. So what's really gross, though, and this is maybe your German guy. Um, So there's more popular cannibals. Um, One is German. <clears throat> is he named Armin yep. Muse, I guess? Yes. Wait, let's not talk about him yet, though. Oh, he is. Let's hold off on that, because that guy's my great. favorite. He, he's the worst. All I'll say about him is he agrees with the pork analogy thing. I don't even he's... know. I have his full story. Oh, did you, did you look up... Um, William Seabrook. Mm-mm. So he's another one. Another one. <laughs> oh, God. He, um, I don't know. This guy's weird. So William was talking to a New York Times guy. Um, no. So here, I'll start from the getting. Um, <laughs> there's William Bueller, I guess is how you say his name, Seabrook. Um, and the person says, uh, a journalist with the New York Times who traveled extensively in West Africa nearly a century ago, fascinated with the concept of cam- cannibalism, he persuaded a medical intern to give him a chunk of human meat from the body of a healthy man killed in an accident. He mm. cooked and ate it. He described it as follows. <laughs> it was like good, fully developed veal, not young, but not yet beef. It was very definitely like that and it was not like any other meat i had ever tasted it was so nearly like good fully developed veal that i think no person with a palate of ordinary normal sensitiveness could distinguish it from veal it was mild good meat with no other sharply defined or highly characteristic taste such as for instance goat high game and pork 
Well, really quickly, before you continue, because that's super foul, I'm going to drop some crazy science on you as to why you should not be a cannibal. (laughs) Yeah, that guy, he's an idiot. (laughs) Because prions, really quickly, prions are versions of a normal protein in your body that has folded abnormally because proteins fold. And when it folds abnormally, it not only loses its function, like its normal functions, but it becomes infectious. So it just instantly just starts infecting other proteins and then they all start folding incorrectly. And these distorted proteins will infect healthy ones and change them. So it's like a big chain reaction that creates disease. And the prion diseases create holes in your brain and gives it like a spongiform appearance and ultimately causes death. Like there is no way to survive this. And the crazy thing about prions is that they are not like viruses or bacteria or fungi or parasites because they don't contain DNA or RNA. So they can't be killed by radiation or heat. So even cooking the meat cannot help you not contact. um, Is that similar to like what happens when... like an animal or, or I guess a person gets rabies. Mad cow. But like not, is rabies, not rabies. similar mm-hmm. to this? No, that's just Because you can't a, treat that either. That's a disease. And it... You can, you can treat it early. Oh, you just really? Can't, like once it starts to develop, if you wait too long, like once the lock jaw sets in, I think that's when, oh, you're, yeah. when you're screwed. Ugh. But what's crazy is that these super infective prions can be found in any nervous tissues such as muscle organs, but the most common are in brain and spinal tissues. So if you happen to consume meat with infected prions, your risk of infection is high. But if you eat brains, it's much higher. So even if you cook it, you could still get it. And Mm -hmm. the one of the most famous ones of these prion based diseases is Kuru. And it's found among the people in New Guinea who practiced a form of cannibalism in which they ate the brains of dead people as part of a funeral ritual. And it's claimed mm. that they stopped in 1960 or so, but the cases of Kuru were reported for a li- tons of years afterward because it has a really long incubation period. And what it does is that it puts holes in your brain and it was also called, I guess, the laughing sickness because the people would have like pathologic bursts of laughter. They'd be Ew. like, ah! <laughs> I don't like that. It pokes holes in your brain and then you die. Yeah. So that can happen from eating humans. Shame. <laughs> exactly. Shame. <laughs> Did you know that cannibal cannibalism itself isn't illegal in the U.S. or the United Kingdom? Shame. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like obviously, That's murder disgusting. is, but cannibalism isn't. Really? Yeah. How? Why? I don't- Explain yourself. <laughs> it's some kind of weird. Seriously? Yeah. Maybe because it's like, uh, like, I don't know. Maybe it's too close to like religious beliefs or something. I have no idea. That's nutso. Cool party. Also, auto cannibalism <laughs> where you eat yourself isn't illegal either. Shame. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> the worst one. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> sorry continue uh, well I, later this article just kind of goes and talking to like um some of the <laughs> more famous cannibals uh, like oh, yeah, the yeah. one you were talking about um mm-hmm. on this guy's like quest to find out what people taste like <laughs> he started <laughs> investigating them um have you heard of uh carl denke no tell me he sounds horrible apparently he's awesome town guy 
Um, he was a devout, peaceful, generally respected citizen of a place I can't pronounce, Zibichi, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> who turned um who turned out to be a cannibal who killed forty people after his arrest <gasps> and immediate suicide in 1924. Holy he pickled crap. people's flesh in jars and sold it on the market as pork. No. <laughs> wow. No, that's so not okay. No, shame on him. That's that's like not cool. Can you imagine once that came out in the news? Yeah, like if you know you're eating human, but like if you don't, that's like a super shame. (laughs) (laughs) Super shame. Oh man, another dude, a German serial killer. Um, I don't think I named him already, did I? Carl Grossman. Mm-hmm. He was arrested in 1921. God, what is with these people in the 20s? Mm-hmm. Having enthusiastically murdered his way through the Great War, um, <laughs> uh, he sold the meat from the esti- <laughs> estimated 50 women he killed on the black market. And he uh, even ran a hot dog stand where he offloaded the flesh, throwing the inedible wow inedible remnants in a nearby river so he made people into hot dogs and sold it okay you know what's crazy is jeffrey dahmer everyone knows who jeffrey dahmer is if you don't he raped kills and dismembered 17 boys and men in the late 70s and then when the police raided his home in in the 90s they found body parts in his fridge and apparently he would make sandwiches for his unsuspecting neighbors and then in <sighs> the documentary, The Jeffrey Dahmer Files, one of his neighbors says that she thinks every single day about how she probably ate human flesh by accident. Hmm. And that was in the 90s. Hmm. Or like late 80s. That's so awful. I know. Like, that- and he was like a creepy dude anyway. Why would you accept a sandwich from him? I know. Like how starving That's such a do you good have point. to be? Oh, look, Jeffrey's here. Oh, look at his creepy blonde mustache. Oh, <laughs> oh he's got Sammy's. No. Yuck. <laughs> oh, yes, Shame. I'd love a sandwich. Shame. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> I imagine when I press that, a lady, like, shooing him out with a broom. Like, get away from me. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Shame. I don't want your Sammy's. <laughs> Oh. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Sounds like people taste like pork. Cool. That's super gross. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Vince Lee? Mm-mm. <gasps> Unfortunately, now I'm only gonna when you talk about him. Just know I'm imagining Vince Vaughn. Oh, I hate that man. <laughs> if I could make a podcast about an actor that I hate, it would be about Vince Vaughn. Really? I don't like him. <laughs> he plays the Why? same douche in every movie yo that's true i 100 percent agree with this where he's like oh like i'm just like a you know macho dude that i don't give a crap about anything and i'm like a super womanizer and then at the end he learns how to love and everyone forgives him and he's still obnoxious that. and i hate his laugh i pretty much think he should stop acting <laughs> let's start a petition change.org i'm okay with <sighs> that. i'll sign it no this is about vince <laughs> lee excuse my Right. I really, really don't like him. <laughs> He's only okay as Wes Mantooth in Anchorman because he plays himself and he never really yeah, redeems true. himself. So that's yeah. okay. I won't argue this. I'm on board. Cool. 
So Vince Lee. Oh man, this guy did some stuff. Or he did a thing. He was born in China and he came to Canada. So at least he wasn't in the United States in <laughs> 2001. Um, so in China, he had like, he had a BS and he was a software engineer. And then when he came to Canada, due to the language barrier, he'd work like crap jobs. He worked at like McDonald's and Walmart and stuff. And, you know, he had lowered himself in status. And I mean, he had never shown any signs of discontent or whatever. I'm going to give you a timeline that I made. Oh. So on July 28th, 2008, he boarded a Greyhound bus headed toward Winnipeg. Then on the 29th, he got off the bus in Erickson, some other town, and stayed the night on a bench outside of a grocery store and just sat there all night, sitting bolt upright with his eyes, like, wide open. (laughs) Totally normal. Totally normal. (laughs) Yeah, like, people saw him at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, just sitting there, like, (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? I I would think he's some weird spirit. (laughs) I think he's a ghost. (laughs) Ew. Rose, What a weirdo. So then on the 30th, Tim McLean, who was a carnival barker, or a carny. Small hands. Smell like cabbage. <laughs> he boarded a Greyhound bus, and then Vince got on the bus as well. At about 6 p.m. during the ride, he moved next to Tim, who was in the back of the bus near the restroom with his headphones in, like apparently just sleeping. So while he was sleeping, Vince pulled out a huge knife and just started stabbing Tim, Tim like right in the chest and the neck, like on on a full bus of people, a Greyhound bus. <laughs> what? And according to a witness, he had like zero emotion. He just looked like super robotic, just like <laughs> so crazy. So the driver pulls to the side of the road so that all the passengers could evac could evacuate and like escape. And then Vince and like the bus driver. And a couple of passengers did try to, like, take uh, Vince away from the poor kid, Tim. Because Tim was, like, 22 years old. And Vince oh was, like, God. 40. Um, but th- Vince kept, like, slashing at them. So they were, like, forget it. <laughs> this guy's bananas. <laughs> so then he... So, like, everyone's outside of the bus at this point, And they're all, like, vomiting and crying and freaking out. And then Vince decapitated Tim and displayed his severed head. No one jumped on this guy's back. No group of people he's tackled like sh- him. Brandishing a knife at them. I don't know. He looks oh my like God. a crazy man. I can't believe that. He's not. He, he didn't look very small. Like he didn't look. This like happened a small in Canada. Dude. Yeah, they were too polite about it. They were like, "Oh, let's just leave him to his own devices." <laughs> so anyway, he's like showing the severed head to the passengers outside because he's inside. The driver did, I guess, like incapacitate the bus so like the bus couldn't drive away so after he decapitates the head he starts like severing other body parts and then around nine when the royal canadian mounted police came he was still on the bus and then the rcmp witnessed him eating parts of tim's body after he had further defiled it and they could hear him say i have to stay on this bus forever and then they eventually moved him from the bus and placed the victim's body parts in plastic bags while um but his the kid's ears, nose, and tongue were found in his pockets, but his eyes and parts of his heart were never recovered and presumed to be eaten. Weird. The worst part is, I mean, other than that poor kid dying and his parents, like, never getting over it and they've gotten, like, no justice because Vince was sent to a mental health facility and as of 2016, he had legally changed his name and then on February 10th, 2017, he was discharged from the facility with no restrictions on his independence. Shame. 
I, I way shame. more shame. Like lots of shame. 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 He's alive now. 17. He's out. He's out. They're convinced <gasps> that he what feels does this remorseful. Guy look like? I need to see so I well, I need details. What? Let's go kill that guy. <laughs> I just feel so bad for for Tim's parents cuz his parents are like we're never going to get over this and he got no justice. I would have to go kill that guy. <laughs> I would. I know. And I'd eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Oh, yeah, if he hurt your angel baby, I would also help you kill him. Yeah, I will eat that guy. I'm going to go eat that guy, guys. Hold for break. <laughs> Erica, gross. I don't want you getting a prion disease. He probably has one. Okay, I'm going to make him eat himself. Okay, because I was like, he ate a carny, therefore he probably has a prion disease. R.I.P. Sorry, Tim. Shame. <laughs> no, I know. That was for me. I'm yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> At least I know it was deserved. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hell. It's fine. Oh my god, that's crazy! Isn't that nuts? Shit, I have never heard about that guy. Whoa! And it's so recent. What is he doing right now? Uh, living under a different name in Canada. Somewhere. Like he has a cell phone bill. He probably yeah. has a Facebook. This guy ate someone on a bus. He was married at the time that he did this. I don't know if he's still married. I didn't read how do you ever deem that guy rehabilitated and let him go you can't if you're ever capable of doing that you're insane forever i know i know i feel like once you put human flesh in your mouth you stay behind bars forever like raw murdered that's insane displaying a severed head i gotta stay on this bus forever no i can't even wrap my mind around that okay that's yeah. insane. <laughs> I mean, should we talk about the Donner Party a little bit? Always talk about the Donner Party a little bit. DP. <laughs> Stupid. Oh my god. Ain't no party like a Donner Party. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> that just came to my mind right then. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm not lying. Okay. <laughs> Third theme party we need to do. Donner party party. Oh my god. We're not. <laughs> and then we're going to have that hufu. Is that what it was called? Hufu uh, will serve it. <laughs> yeah. Party. <laughs> I love that. You can have so much fun decorating that. Oh my god. You can have really fun invites. <laughs> this is the worst. Okay, talk about the Donner Party. So, um, I guess if you're not familiar, the Donner Party is a group of peeps who decided to head out west in the United States. And the journey normally is like four to six months, I think. And they decided to take a shortcut. It's supposed to be like the Oregon Trail kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they took a shortcut. I forget the name of the shortcut. Uh, Hastings Cutoff. And it screwed them over big time. Um, <laughs> they got stuck near Truckee um, in the Sierra Nevadas. And 
It did not end well. And they've become kind of infamous because um, while they were stuck there for, I don't know how long. I want to say it was like two months. They basically were there, got stuck in winter there. You're supposed to clear the mountains by uh, like before winter. They didn't Mm -hmm. and they couldn't go forward. And um, their craft kept breaking, right? Wasn't that it? Or like something? I'm not sure. They, I don't remember. I think the big part of it is they took this this different path, and it was they weren't prepared for it. They should have just went the regular way that everybody else does. Uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it was in 1846. Let's see. There were 81 of them, and I didn't realize there were that many. I know there were a lot. Like. Families, kids, the family no, pets. And they went um, this way that they weren't prepared for. Yeah. I know. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> so so shame. So much shame. <laughs> um, so the thing around this whole like ordeal was <laughs> downplaying it by calling it an ordeal. <laughs> was that supposedly when things got really rough towards the end they resorted to eating each other mm-hmm. <laughs> go for it no no okay. i'm waiting i'm waiting and um it supposedly they started by eating family pets which is more disturbing to me than eating family members shame 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 <laughs> I'm so mad. I hate it. I hate it so much. And I would so eat someone. I'd eat an aunt or an uncle, I'd, my brother, whoever, way faster than... Start there first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then eating one of my cute babies that are the sweetest ever. Nope. Nope. They did nothing wrong. No. The animals didn't ask to go on this dumbass trip. Yeah. Assholes. Ew. Ew. Okay. That's rude. So... Um, they also, in their stomachs, they found, like, bones, twigs, a concoction uh, described as glue, which I guess they got by, like, taking the hides of the animals that they had. Um, what? Like, uh, maybe their horses or something. And, like, if you boil it, like, a glue material comes off of it, they said. So that's where the glue, like, thing in their stomachs came oh, from. it's probably, like, that crap along the top. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, so if you that's skim, so disgusting. Right. So, and there were strings in their stomachs, but eventually human remains. Some people, like, some mm-hmm. archaeologists and anthropologists don't think they did. Um, but... Really? Yeah, but... <sighs> There's so much evidence that something happened. The thing about this one is, like, there's how you were saying, like, I think two kinds of cannibalism. There's, like, the kind, like, where you eat yourself. There's ones for, like... Um, Auto-cannibalism. Right. And then there's uh, two other ones. One was, like, um, or maybe... What was it? It was when you eat, like, if you're, like, a tribe or somebody and you're eating, like, a neighboring group, like, somebody you've conquered oh. or something... And then there's the ones where you eat, like, family members who have passed on for more of a, like, religious person, well, reason, like you kind of said. Oh. Um, I didn't know there were different names of it for, like, I, that did not show up in my research. Yeah, I'll find it after I stop talking about these DPs. And then, <laughs> like, this one, though, was considered neither one of those because it was, like, like they were forced to. It wasn't it something that It was just out of necessity. Right. Which is, wow. Whoa. 
Um, yeah, so supposedly they, after they, what's really shitty about this article is they know the, like, pets' names that they ate, which is really <gasps> upsetting. No I know. I like that. I didn't like that either, because they had cute no. little names, and it makes me really sad. Don't read them. I won't. Don't. It's not good. It said they also tried to eat a decayed buffalo robe, but it was too tough for them, um, which is just nuts. Um, barks and, bark and twigs they tried to eat, um... Apparently, one of the guys in the group, Solomon Hook, or I think that's his name, uh, he went for two weeks without eating food. He chewed only on pine pitch. Um, oh. I know. It was I not good. I feel like my insides would really hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so with nothing else left to eat, the historical record indicates some of the snowbound victims resorted to consuming the bodies of others who perished. Johnson reports that James Fraser Reed, who left and then returned with men to help at Jacob Donner's camp, found a gruesome scene. Hair, bones, skulls, and the fragments of half-consumed limbs were said to be around the fire. This gets crazy. Jacob Donner's body was found with his heart and liver removed and his limbs and arms cut off. Another account describes children having blood on their faces after trying to consume such flesh. (laughs) Zombie kids. You didn't even want to cook it? Yeah. Oh, here we go. In human history, several different types of cannibalism exist. I can't talk. Exo-cannibalism is when a culture, group, or tribe consumes members of another group. While mortuary cannibalism is the practice of eating deceased relatives for ritualistic purposes. Um, Yeah. So this is considered survival cannibalism. Mm. I have a couple of cases of survival cannibalism that were really short that I found. Uh, Oh, I bet you found one of the ones I did. Um, So the concluding thoughts of this, like, (laughs) thing is... um, they mentioned that they did not find any intact skeletons at the excavation site, um, but they added that if the Donner family has consumed only flesh and organs, as would be expected from comparative cases of survival cannibalism, then only soft tissue would have been cooked over a fire or boiled in a pot. So, I don't know. I guess they're saying that hmm. for whatever reason that proves that they did. Like, it's not weird that there wasn't, like, evidence. Yeah, I can't really imagine that there would be, but... Especially, like, if you're starving, you're going to be thorough with that, mm-hmm. with that meat. Mm-hmm. Well. Shame. For all of them. <laughs> for all of them. For taking the stupid shortcut. Yeah. Hastings Cross. Don't do it. Did you know that there was evidence of cannibalism in colonial Jamestown? No. And yeah, I guess there was uh, markings on the skull of a 14-year-old girl that strongly indicated that she'd been eaten by settlers during a particularly difficult winter of 1609. Shame. <laughs> Poor girl. And did you know that in North Korea, like they had like a like a famine going on in 2013, like super recent. And in some farming provinces that, like, this famine killed, like, around 10,000 people, maybe more, probably more, because it's North Korea. But in a report, one man was said to have dug up his grandchild's uh, corpse, and others reported um, that some men boiled their children before eating them. And, like, these are supposed to be very reliable sources that have told these stories. So, like, North Korea recently had cannibalism. Because the great leader has starved his people. Whoa. Yeah. I don't like that. No. No. This Uh is the one that, these are all blowing my mind, but this one also blew my mind. I feel like you probably saw this one. Um, 
The Flight 571. Mm. Which one's that? It's so it's so sad. <laughs> it's so messed up. Um, it's this flight, uh, this chartered flight that crashed on a glacier. Oh, at yes. eleven thousand feet. In the <laughs> with pleasure, in the remote Andes, um, forty-five people on board, twenty-eight survived the initial crash. Oh my God! Twenty-eight seeing starvation and death. The survivors reluctantly resorted to cannibalism after seventy-two days on the glacier. Sixteen were rescued. Oh, oh God! Do that math. Oh, Sad. I thought all of them would have made it. No, oh. the only, I don't know if this is like mm. good or bad news, but I think eight of the ones that survived the initial crash died because of a, um, like, a, like an avalanche that oh. trapped them inside the plane uh, fuselage. And they, oh, that sucks. I know. It's like, come on. They already survived the crash and then like. And then that insult to injury. Yeah, it's absurd. That's not okay. That's like crazy rude of that mountain. Shame. <laughs> no, you know who needs to be shamed? Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, no. <laughs> so it was 19 members of a rugby team were on it. The family, supporters, and friends. They left Uruguay. They were headed for Chile. And then while crossing the Andes, the inexperienced co-pilot who was oh. in command mistakenly believed they had reached Chile despite instrument readings indicating otherwise. He turned what? north and began to descend towards what he thought was uh, the airport they were supposed to land at. Instead, <laughs> the aircraft struck the mountain. It sheared off both wings and the rear of the fuselage. The forward part um, careered um, down a steep slope like a toboggan and came to rest on a glacier. Three crew members and more than a quarter of the passengers died, and several others quickly succumbed to cold and injuries. So just because some unexperienced dude... I mean, come on! He should know how long the flight path is, if anything, and be like, hey, this seems a little soon. Maybe I shouldn't act like I'm going to land at an airport that's a friggin' mountain. And this was in the 70s, right? Um... Yeah, 1972. I believe they had the technology at that time that would be like, what happens is if you come too close to a mountain, it will be like terrain, terrain, pull yeah, up, pull up. Yeah, they're sensors. Yeah. It's crazy. So, it's not like World War II when you're learning to fly and you're like, you have a navigator reading like a map and longitude and latitude and crap. Like, that's legit hard. It's upsetting. That's so messed up. The only thing that, like, I don't even know. <laughs> so 27 remained alive when an avalanche filled the rear of the plane, killing eight more. And the survivors had little food and no source of heat. They decided that a few of the strongest people would hike out to seek rescue. 60 days after the crash, passengers Nando and uh, Roberto, they didn't have any kind of mountaineering gear. And they climbed, um, <laughs> like, 15,320 feet peak blocking their way west over 10 days they trekked 38 miles they found wow. someone and they gave them food they were on 10 hours to alert authorities once they found that guy um yeah the remaining 16 survivors were rescued more than two months after the crash um oh, a lot of people so gave the survivors crap at first for eating people and then what? um like they had any choice there was a lot of public backlash but they explained the pact that the survivors had made to sacrifice their own flesh if they died to help the others so then people were like oh okay, okay. like hey if i go you then you're starving it. it's cool 
Which is insane. I can't even imagine that situation. It's just so sad. The, sa- the thing that's really sad, too, is on the 10th day after the crash, the survivors learned from a transistor radio that the search for them had been called off. Oh, that sucks. Oh, my God. Yeah. They had no way to transmit, but they could hear. Mm-hmm. And they oh. can hear them be like, now we're, oh. we're calling it. Like, what? That makes me so sad. I Ten can't. days. That's not enough time. No. That's nothing. For a whole airplane. Like, it's one thing if you're just like, man, that idiot wandered off into the woods. We've been searching. But that's one person in the forest. But that's an nuts. airplane? Yeah. Shame. <laughs> right? Oh, big Shame. Shame. <laughs> Yes, shame. Uh, well, do you, want me, do you want me to talk about Armin Muse? Do it. Oh, man. This one's my favorite and least favorite. Because <laughs> it is the weirdest story of cannibalism of all time to me. <laughs> so, Armin, did you read his whole story? Mm-mm. Okay, good. I spent way too much time on Albert Fish. That was a... That was a, a very dark place. <laughs> yeah, this is just a very weird place. This is like the weird side of the internet. <laughs> so Armin was a German computer repair tech before he gained notoriety for killing and eating a voluntary victim whom he found on the website called The Cannibal Cafe, which is now a defunct forum for people with a cannibalism cannibalism fetish. That's so I don't really like upsetting. to, you know, kink shame, but... <sighs> I'm going to kink shame. That's super gross. Yeah, Don't do that. That shouldn't exist. <laughs> no. <laughs> so his post stated that he was, quote, looking for a well-built 18 to 30-year-old to be slaughtered and then consumed. Shame. <laughs> Burned Jurgen Armando Brandes, an engineer from Berlin, answered the advertisement in March 2001. And apparently many other people responded to the advertisement but backed out. And he said that he did not attempt to force them to do anything against their will. So, I don't know. People are so weird. Um, And this is in Germany, by the way. So, just... (sighs) Germany, what's going on? I don't know. This This part gets super gross. So, men, if you have weak stomachs, don't listen. Ladies, listen up. No, I'm just kidding. It's awful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the two men made a videotape. When they met on the on March 9th in 2001 in Muse's home in the small town of Rotenburg, uh, showcasing Muse amputating Brandis's penis with his agreement, mm. and then the two men attempting to eat it together. What? Yes. Before doing so, Brandis swallowed 20 sleeping pills and a bottle of cough syrup, likely causing an effect that slowed breathing and extreme tiredness. And then Brandis initially insisted that Muse attempt to, to bite his penis off. This did not work, and ultimately used used a knife to remove his appendage. <laughs> Apparently, Brandis tried to eat some of his own penis raw, but could not because it was too tough and, as he put it, quote, chewy. Ew. Uh, and then Muse fried the penis in a pan with salt, pepper, <laughs> wine, and garlic, and then he fried it with some of Brandis's fat. Well, but then it was too burnt to be consumed. He <laughs> didn't even cook it right? <laughs> Oh, he then chopped the penis up into chunks and then fed it to his dog. Ew. 
Wait, how does this end? According to court officials who saw the video, which has not been made public, thank Christ, Brandis may have already been too weakened from blood loss to eat any of his own penis. Muse then ran Brandis a bath before going to read a Star Trek book while checking back on Brandis every 15 minutes or so, during which time Brandis lay bleeding in the bath. They didn't like... It just kind of stopped. He's like, I'm going to go read my Star Trek book. This didn't do it for me. <laughs> and then Brandis got out of the bath and collapsed, uh, following into unconsciousness due to his blood loss. Because, yeah. obviously. He then continued to drift in and out of consciousness before finally collapsing again. And after long hesitation and prayer, Muse killed Brandis by stabbing him in the throat, after which he hung the body on a meat hook. Because he had one. The incident one. was recorded on a four-hour videotape. And then he ate the corpse over the next ten months, storing body parts in his freezer, under pizza boxes, and consuming up to 20 kilograms, which is 44 pounds, of the flesh. He was then arrested in 2002 when a college student alerted authorities to a new advertisement for victims online. And then investigators searched his home and found body parts in the videotape. And then um, he was convicted of manslaughter and then sentenced to eight years in prison. But then... Only eight, I know. But then... But how was you know, murder only getting people eight? Because he gave him permission, and they agreed, I guess. But he gave him permission to kill him? Yeah, that was the whole thing. He was like, that was part of his advertisement. He was like, I want to chop off pieces of you, eat you, and then kill you. Is that okay? And then, like, this dude was like, yeah, let's chill. Let's party. Okay. Yeah. So then <laughs> he apparently used his expressed regret for his actions oh he's sorry <laughs> i know he's sorry he wanted well kind of he wanted to write a biography with the aim of deterring anyone who wants to follow in his footsteps and websites dedicated to him have appeared with people advertising for willing victims so um he said that they should go for treatment so that it doesn't escalate like it did with me but and also while in prison he's become a vegetarian but he believes that there is about 800 cannibals in Germany today. But then later there was a retrial and he was sentenced to life. So he won't come out. Good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I just, it's so weird because it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to chop off your junk. And we're going to fry it up. And we're going to fry it up. Oh, it's too burnt. I'm going to go read my Star Trek book. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Oh, he's so gross. I don't like it. <laughs> I know. What a... Ugh. Yeah, people are super gross. What a dumb... I don't, I don't know what to do with that one. That one just is like one just big, long shame. <laughs> just big, long shame. Um, what else you got for me? I... Fish? He's like... I've known of him and read a little bit about him, like, over my lifetime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I forgot how crazy um, Mr. Fish is. <laughs> He's horrible. He lived from 1870 to 1936. Mm. Oh, man. He's an American serial killer, child rapist, and cannibal. Ugh. Shame. Gross. <laughs> Never involve kids. No. And so many, like, TV and movie serial killers are based after this guy. Because he's mm. just nuts. He's insane. He, I mean, that doesn't discredit the fact that he had a horrible, horrible upbringing. And his entire, entire family was plagued with crazy mental illness and mania oh. and 
locked up and all kinds of awful like paranoia and hallucinations and his family all of them had like crazy visual hallucinations um and he was in an orphanage forever um and like beaten and he had a really horrible horrible um childhood but i mean there's all kinds of people have horrible childhoods and then they turn into amazing people or at least they don't do what he did right oh (laughs) this guy's the worst but um he ate people (laughs) (laughs) oh did he yeah great guy (laughs) you know what erica you're the worst like here's like fun fact about fish (laughs) oh albert he began to indulge at one point in his life in self-harm he loved just torturing people he had kids and his wife left him and left the kids with him which blows my mind he supposedly never hurt them never did anything to his kids but one of the weird things he did would ask his kids to beat him on the butt with a paddle Ew. weird that's a crappy wife and that reminds me of the nanny doss situation oh yep just keep leaving people Mm -hmm. with people that they should not be left with Mm. Mm-mm. I know, but the fun, that wasn't the fun fact. This is the fun fact. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just a creepy fact. Uh, he would embed needles into his groin and abdomen after his arrest. X-rays revealed that he had at least 29 needles lodged in that region. What? And he just left them there. Why? Shame. <laughs> 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 but then, like, all of his weird sadomasochism stuff developed into a growing obsession with cannibalism often preparing himself a dinner consisting solely of raw meat and sometimes serving it to his children no hmm so in 1919 he stabbed um a intellectually disabled boy in dc he chose people who were either mentally handicapped or or African-American victims, because he said that he didn't think these people would be missed if he killed them, which is so Ah, messed up. So, so much shame. Hate him. Yep. Um, He would later claim to occasionally pay boys uh, to procure him other children. Fish tortured, mutilated, and murdered young children with his, quote, he called them implements of hell, which were a meat cleaver, butcher knife, and a small handsaw. Oh, God. So one of the more, like... Uh, I don't know, documented people he killed and ate. Um, there's a few. But Fish found eight-year-old Beatrice Keel playing alone on her parents' Staten Island farm. He offered her money to come help, to come and help him look for rhubarb. This one's Aww. creepy. This one, I don't know. I don't think anything happened to her. We'll see. She was about to leave the farm when her mother chased Fish away. Fish left but returned later to the barn, and then he tried to sleep there. Uh, then the dad found him and forced him to leave. So she probably would have been one of those people. He claimed that God was commanding him to torture and mutilate kids. Shortly before uh, his abduction of Grace Bud, um, it's so awful. Um, he, Fish attempted to test his implements of hell on a child named Cyril. Um, they were playing on a plane, like on the sidewalk, and he asked them if they had ate lunch. Um, these kids escaped too. He brought them back to their house. They were wrestling on his bed, and they dislodged the mattress and found all of his hand saws and meat cleavers, and they like <laughs> booked it. <laughs> so, but him, this is what got him caught was there was this girl named Grace. He um originally wanted to <laughs> find her. He was interested in the brother. 
But that didn't work out. And then he set his sights on um, Grace. So he, yeah. I believe, um, he apparently changed his intended victim from Edward Budd to Grace and quickly made up a story about having to attend his niece's birthday party. He convinced the parents um, to let Grace accompany him to a party that evening. The elder, Albert Budd, was a porter, um, and Grace had a younger sister, Beatrice, two older brothers, and a younger brother. Grace left Fish that with him that day and never returned. The police arrested 66-year-old superintendent as a suspect, accused by Pope's estranged wife. It wasn't him. He spent 108 days in jail. He was found not guilty. And then in November 1934, an anonymous letter was sent to the girl's parents, and it turns out they traced it back to Fish, um... Because people kind of caught on because there were weird details in it. He tells a story about guys who love to eat meat in this letter. It's a weird-ass letter. No, I don't like it. Um, But he goes on to tell the parents that, hey, um, it was me. I remember when I invited your daughter to go to a party. And then he goes in, into detail of all the things that he did to her and how he ate her. It's so funny how killers will out themselves. And, mm-hmm. like, that's how they get caught. Yeah, he talks about, like, how he likes, like, people's butts because it's the sweetest, most tender meat. Yeah. (laughs) So gross. So gross. Yeah, and he says, I made up my mind to eat her on the pretense of taking her to a party. She said, yes, she could go, and he took her to a house, and that's where it all happened. And then he told the parents, and, um, yeah, she was only, like, 11, I think. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's um, obviously a monster. Yeah, so he killed and ate all kinds of people. Oh, <laughs> He's insane. Oh He's insane. He looks insane, too. Here, you can see what he looks like so you can see him in your nightmares. Oh, he looks like his brain would be, like, bub- like his the top of his head would be really bubbly. Like a light like- bulb. Yeah, mm-hmm. his face is shaped like a mm-hmm. light bulb. That's totally. perfect. Totally, he's so awful. He's so awful. He's <sighs> so creepy. Like, what parents would be like? Oh yeah, go ahead, take my child. No, I know, young Are kid. Are any of his children? They didn't even really know him. He just made up a thing about who he was. I wonder if he has any living relatives today. I wondered that too. He must, because he had like six kids. He had kids, and he didn't kill or eat them. Mm-mm. <gasps> Way to go. Ancestry.com. <laughs> I'm not putting my DNA in one of those things. Screw that. I did. <laughs> oh, God. No it was way. awesome. I had more Neanderthal in my blood than uh, my parents, which was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they said I it was, um, uh, it was higher than the average. <laughs> what the hell? that's shameful but hey and you know what let me just say this i'll have this be my one of my parting thoughts of wisdom (laughs) wisdom okay technically Uh we all come from cannibals oh yeah because when we evolved into more of the now common man we hunted our hairy relatives and ate them I know, it's so messed up. So, great granddad. (laughs) (laughs) He ate your great, great granddad, dad. Dad. (laughs) Shame. (laughs) On yourself. Did you just shame yourself? No. (laughs) Because 
I think that's what you just did. Oh, no, I did not. I shamed our relatives. Oh, okay. Times are tough, y'all. That's all I've got on cannibalism is because cannibalism is not even drinking. Cannibalism. Oh my god, and we didn't even talk about our documentary thing we watched. Oh crap, yeah, we didn't even We talk should talk about, about that in our tiny guys. But we'll forget. No, I won't. It's, for- oh, it's forever okay. in my brain, that poor kid. Preview. We watched a documentary, and we will talk about it on our tiny guys, and it's about cannibalism. I found it, and it's recent. When they zoom in on little Wawa's face, oh, I was like, man. no. I know. I was like, do we need to make a trip to Papua New Guinea? Like, yeah, like, let's go. I don't. We'll both die. Be uh, eaten by leeches and everything. Yeah, I'll get eaten by mosquitoes. I can guarantee that. Oh God, mosquitoes love me. It's the worst. Same. Oh my God. Yeah. Then if we walked into the jungle, they'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> we would be dead within a day." They had no blood. It must have been vampires. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Two white, exsanguinated chicks found <laughs> trying to say "wawa." Shame. <laughs> Oh, I hate well, that's, this episode. That's all I got. This is my new favorite episode. <laughs> because. Shame. Couldn't even hit the button. <laughs> new... Shame. Shame on you not hitting the button. Shame. Shame on you for shaming me. <laughs> we need to go to a bar with these. Oh, my and annoy God. everybody. Up. Uh, Excuse me, but it's taken you at least 10 minutes to make my cocktail, and, uh... Shame! <laughs> no, I would not like for you to buy me a drink. Shame. <laughs> I'm waiting for my husband. Shame! On him for being late. <laughs> uh, excuse me, avocado is extra? Shame! Oh. I hate that. It makes me so mad. <laughs> like it's a double shame. Shame. It is. <laughs> oh my god. This is my new favorite app. <laughs> me too. Oh. It will never get old. Mm-mm. I know. I feel like I can uninstall everything except for this one and Bongo Cat. Me too. <laughs> Maybe they're made by the same person. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the graphics look similar. I like how they just blew up a picture of an emoji. Totally, that is what they did. It's like so the best dumb. app. <laughs> oh my god. Well, uh, join us later this week when we talk about a documentary that we both really watched. upsetting. You guys it's can super be upsetting. upset about it's it about cannibals. It's about modern day cannibals. And... And yeah, I hope you learned something new today. I definitely did. If you didn't, that's weird. I don't know. Or you're just cool and we should be friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but yes, stay tuned. Bobby's voicemail is coming up. Oh, yeah. Enjoy. Shame, Shame on him. On him. <laughs> just kidding. I have no comment on that. I'm just not. <laughs> I will have a rebuttal, though, in our tiny guys. Oh, great. All right. Well, I'm Liana. I'm Erica. This is the Night Guys Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Shame. Hello, Night Guys Podcast. Uh, this is Bobby, Erica's husband. And I just got to set a couple things straight. 
Okay, I'm listening to episode 19 right now, talking about ghosts, manicam, all that. I met this on the very beginning part. Um, first off, the, the, my opinion, just in case you're curious, on the ghost uh, caught on tape on the manicam, uh, it's, it's scary, yeah, but the main thing I take from it was how messy that room was. The room is insanely messy. If you've seen the one where the video from the uh, news person did the news story, the room is just messy. So I, I couldn't even really pay attention to the rest of the craziness. I just kept focusing on how messy they're having that little poor little toddler. In. Anyways, second of all, thing I got to set straight here, I got a bone to pick with you night guy pod people. You're uh, really making me look like an idiot out there. I'm not afraid of ghosts as much as you guys believe. Erica, however, hey, night guys pod. Hey, Bobby, I'm back. I'm not sure what happened before. Anyway, so what I was saying is I'm not as big of a chicken as uh, as you ladies would like to describe me as. Erica, however, is much more afraid of ghosts than she's recognizing and wants to admit. I, if, if that happened, if the, if we had, if we were in that situation and a ghost caught on the nanny cam, yes, of course we'd be gone. I'd be moving. But I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't just leave, Erica. I wouldn't leave and let you take care of it all. No. What would happen in reality is I would get everybody out, and then I would be the one that has to go and attack everything. I would be the one that's doing all the, all the uh, scary stuff with the ghost. You would just be uh, hanging out with Davey and uh, and talking about the new topic, talking about the topic on your podcast because you are way more scared of ghosts than me. Boom, just dropped it. The real fact: when anytime there's anything scary going on, you send me to do it, and I go willingly right away. So, bam, I'm not as afraid as ghosts as I get painted out to be on this lovely podcast. So, um, just remember that, and yeah. Uh, yeah, just felt like uh, calling and telling. I was actually calling to tell Erica this, but she didn't pick up. So I'm calling to tell both of you, both of you guys this, I guess. All right. Uh, long time uh, listener, first time caller. A lot of fun. Keep it up. Bye. Shame.